You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm not drinking drip drop. I just had mine. I just had mine. I finished it. Man, this stuff was good. But, you know, 179, dude, that's almost 180, bro. Yeah, we're almost at the big 180. We got Gen C Stinson on with us. What's up? Randy yep. Plummer. Me and Randy are together on the beach. Yeah. We're on vacation. They didn't yep. invite me, guys. I'm yeah. a little upset, but it maybe next time. It was a last-minute thing to Mexico, you know? You, know? you never know when yeah. these things happen. We brought this nice furniture out to the beach. Um, you know, we, we didn't so this is all part stuff. of our, our beach package, dude. Right. Like Sandals. The, the, the big house and stuff that we're staying in and these right. chairs, these are fancy. Big condo. Absolutely. Yeah, something like that. It's in the water. It's the only way they, they even installed one of these nice booms for us out here in sand. I mean, they hooked us up. They, they found out the garage guys was up in this biatch. Right. They took care of business. And they was like, holy shit. We got to take care of these We got to take this care of them. This son of a bitch have the whole island replumbed if we don't. That's right. So, see, we're, we're yes. laying down the framework here in the co. That's what we'll call it. But go over to dripdrop.com right now. Use promo code GarageGuys20. Save 20% on your order of Drip Drop. Um, we, uh, you know, we do have cable down here in Mexico. We got to watch the race today. Yeah. And what's funny is how I'm here. You know what I told my wife, right? What did you tell her? When we left? What would you say? I said, I got to go on an emergency plumbing call. And she said, where? I said, to Mexico. It's perfect. So, I said, I'm going to be a couple of days. All right. So, so now we're here. Jensi, would you have bought that? Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe. Uh-huh. Eh. Well, Breeze is nice. Well, I sold it and she purchased it. I'm <laughs> telling you, she did. <laughs> She's okay. probably back home spending a lot of money right now, though. Well, it's not Just money that, uh, that we won from uh, – from from betting today, I'll tell you that much. No, I didn't do, do Cole Custard. Cole Custard. Cole Custard. Cole Custard. Cole Custard. Cole Custard. Get some Cole's Custard. It's what's for dinner. Cole Custard won his first NASCAR race today in Kentucky. Um, and it's honestly, it's the first Cup Series race for a rookie this season. For a rookie in a very long time, I think one of your followers had like a really interesting stat. Yeah. Um, Cole Custard was 12. 12 years old. When the last rookie won a race. Trevor Bain? Oh. I think so, yeah. Trevor Bain. What a name. Do you remember Trevor Bain, Jensie? Yeah, I do. One time I seen him in a NASCAR race, and this dude was like a NASCAR driver just walked by you, and he was dressed in normal clothes. This was like last year at Charlotte. And I was like, I didn't even recognize him. And he was like, that's Trevor Bain. And I was like, oh, crap. You don't even recognize them whenever they're not in their fire suits. I don't so, even remember yeah. Trevor Bain. Yeah. I barely, <laughs> I barely say about caught me. him. That's what people say about me when I'm not in my fire suit. When are you never in a PFG? <laughs> like, when am I never in a fishing shirt? Uh, I have 294 of these sons of bitches. He's not lying. They're comfortable. Uh, I have a full rack of my closet that's nothing but fishing shirts. Just fishing. In every color. I, so the last time I didn't wear a fishing shirt, I would have probably been too young to remember that time. Holy crap. I can't, oh. I can remember when they first invented, like when they first really started wearing 
um, the, the the fishing shirts out. Like in college, like back in like the early 2010s. Yeah. It was just like every time we'd go in a bar, it'd be like, how many did you catch today? And we'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's good to know that you don't always have to go fishing to wear a fishing shirt. And that was back in your prom, in your, in yeah. your college prom days. So it's 2020. It feels like yesterday. I'm in my prime now. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good way to think about it, Randy. We need more yeah. people like you. I'm in my prime now. I just got done recording my first comedy album. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't get released until a thousand subs on YouTube. So everyone watching right. us, do your job. We Go are not subscribe. releasing it until Garage Guys Fantasy Sports YouTube page has 1,000 subscribers. You want the love, you show us the love. That's right. You're going to get a correct, full Randy. comedy special. Uh, great audience. Yeah, especially fantastic yeah. audience. So Chase, Chase is the only person in America that's watched it. Okay, it, it's it's. I let him watch it today, and you you just you you tell him you tell him what you thought of <laughs> ROFL, ROFL, rolling on floor laughing. It's good stuff. We need a thousand subs though. It's the only way. Uh, so yep. we got to make that happen. But. Getting back to this race, we started out. You text Pillow fight. Pillow fight. I don't even have a pillow, right? I know. I brought, my, <laughs> I brought my great American. Unfair. Mexico. I know. I should have had a Mexico pillow. You know, we could have really had a fight. But, um, so here's the deal. That wouldn't have been no fight. Probably not. Who knows? Um, boring race for the, for the most part. You text me. I had a text from Drew earlier today. Everybody was just kind of snoozing. And then we get some of the most amazing restarts. The caution starts stacking up. Um, it did. One of the most controversial moments of the race, Brad Keselowski, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy has come out and said that he cannot wait until he gets behind Brad K on a restart again. So, Ooh. trouble coming for Brad K. He said that? He said that. He tweeted it. <coughs> he tweeted yeah. that Ooh. out. He said he cannot wait. He tweeted wait. it. I didn't see that. Yeah, either he tweeted it or he said it. Can't really remember. It came out of his mouth. It was on a quote on Fox, so that typically means it's okay. real for the it's most real. part, would yep. you say? Pretty what, much. Uh, who would win in a fight, Jimmy Johnson or Brad Keselowski? Jimmy uh. Johnson, easily. He does cardio, bikes. He has muscles. Brad Keselowski is just like – he has. I seen a tweet. It said he's the most oddly shaped human being ever, and he really is. He looks normal so yeah, he, so, so my money's on Jimmy Johnson. Just cause he's, a tra- he's a trainer. He's he's got the muscle, and he you know he completed the Boston Jimmy. Marathon. That yeah, don't mean not you many can people whip can somebody's do that. ass. <laughs> what? I, mean, yeah, I think I mean, it does, Randy. I, mean, I don't know. I guess you're right. Yeah, I've never completed stamina. Boston stamina. No, it ain't about stamina. It's about knocking somebody the hell out. Well, he did. Beat well, then who do you think, Randy? I, I don't think either one of them would do shit. To be honest with you. I kind of agree. I think it'd be like a pillow fight. I think it'd be like, stop! I got it. <laughs> Grab a piece of America. But no, um, I'm telling you, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that would be much of a fight at all. The only thing that Jimmy has upside is that he has beaten Corona. So he beat Corona. He beat it in like 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. It's like he woke up one morning and went, I'm thinking to whoop his shit out of this. With this. <laughs> yeah. Rocky Apollo Creed style. He did it. Yep. So he did. Shout out to Chef Boy. <laughs> So, he got that. I don't know, though. It's, uh, it, I think it was kind of screwed up on Brad's part. But at the same time, because, like, Jimmy still has, like, his retirement year. Nothing's going his way, though, at all. No, and it's funny nothing. because it's, like, Brad's, like, okay, I'm coming for your car. 
next season. Just give him a little tap because like yeah. you're still a big believer in the Keslowski. I, I really think. I really think Kez is going to the forty-eight. I'm a believer. You're a believer. Yeah. So you made Jensen. I would be very surprised if it don't happen. I still think we could see a young gun pop in that. You know, back years ago, I was telling people that Dale Jr. was going to go to Hendrick Motorsports, and everybody thought I was an absolute idiot. They said, and he's "Man, right. have you lost your damn mind." I told people three years before this this chase and playoffs ever started that it was coming, and they like, "Are you stupid? Are you crazy?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's going to happen." And shit happens. And I'm telling you, I predicted that Brad Keselowski is going to Hendrick, and a lot of people think I just fell off my damn rocker. I think we should listen to Randy at this point, though, because, I mean, like, look, he, he picked Jeff Gordon to be his driver. Dude won major championships. Picked Truex to, to be his driver, won a championship. Yeah. Calling yeah. moves. Randy might be the NASCAR – you might be the NASCAR Oracle. Well, <laughs> you thought about that? I'm we already at, talked about the Matrix. So. I'm at least the godfather. Okay, Godfather of NASCAR, Randy the Plumber. At least the Godfather. Let me introduce you to my little friend. You need marshmallows. <laughs> you need marshmallows. <laughs> I hope that you and your family and everybody does well. That was great. That was almost as good as your attempt to do a different accent, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about she tried to do. Oh, man. That was, that was a fun I, I don't want to talk about it, Randy. <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> just getting into the fan side of stuff, though. I mean, Jensen, you're from Kentucky. Obviously, we had to have you on this episode. This is your home Yeah, track. I'm a Kentucky girl. Yeah. She's How from. does it feel to not be there, like, this year? Like, you're normally uh, there pretty much every year, right? Well, I started going, like I said, my, whenever I first fell in love with NASCAR, my first race was 2016. So, I haven't missed a race since then. But I was just really sad especially that they moved it during the day because like I just love it like the night race at Kentucky so I was sad that I wasn't able to be there and I was hoping that Chase Elliott could lead a couple laps today because he hasn't led any at Kentucky Speedway but Randy you said didn't you say it you were like Chase Elliott this is gonna he's gonna come out at this Kentucky race and he failed us Randy yeah look Chase and, and I'm going to tell you from decades, I've been watching NASCAR for four decades. No, shit. Four decades? Four, four decades. <laughs> I, I just thought about that myself. Holy shit, I'm old. I've only but, been alive for two decades. Yeah, but I've, I've been watching. And when <laughs> yep. I say I've been watching NASCAR, I might have missed since they started putting them on television, which wasn't in the beginning. Yeah. But since they started putting them on live television, I probably have missed 20 races since that day. So many. I've watched it and I've studied it and I understand it. And, and when a driver like the caliber of Chase Elliott with all the hype comes into the sport, if they don't get something done in the first five years, they're in trouble. And they start losing that most popular fan base and all this stuff. So it, this is the year he has to do it. If he doesn't do it this year, he's just going to be Bill's boy for the rest of his career. He's Bill's boy. He's not going to be Chase Elliott. He's <laughs> Bill's boy. That's what I like to call him. I mean, it's real, though. I mean, yeah. Elliot, right now, obviously, Bubba Wallace has taken on that hype as being, like, the face of NASCAR uh, with recent events. He's done a huge job at, like, being an advocate for the sport. He's been yep. – uh, the, the, the media attention that he's been getting, the radio shows he's been on, the, the, the NFL athletes, the people that he's bringing into NASCAR. It's just amazing to see all that happening. As far as the driving, though – like, we're looking for, like, who that next guy is going to be. Who is the, the next veteran that's going to finally get these stables going? 
you, we had a conversation today about Ryan Blaney. You, you yeah. don't think that that is going to be the guy. You don't, you're not really sure if Hamlin's going to win a championship, and that's another Look, thing, too. If, if Hamlin does win a championship, he is then going to have the record for the most starts until you win your first championship. Yeah. See, that's the thing is you don't go out there – after about year six or seven, if you hadn't, like, done it, it's starting to get really tough. Like, Your odds, really, the odds are against you. <laughs> yes, they start stacking quick. Kevin yeah. Harvick is the exception to the rule. Yeah, if uh, Harvick would have been in other equipment other than RCR equipment, I said we yeah. said it on the last podcast. If you if you guys got to listen to it, you heard it. Um, if you haven't listened to uh, to episode one seventy eight yet, go check it out. But we both said it ourselves that you put Kevin Harvick in that forty eight car, we're looking at between eight to ten championships. I think so. I'm telling you, man, it would have made a huge difference in his career, but. It's just it's just how this thing works. I mean, if you're not out there really by year three racing for championships, it's because you're not going to just you're not nobody's going to pull a Jeff Gordon. No. You know, just jump into the sport and win a championship. That that shit's over. Right. That doesn't happen. There ain't no more Jeff Gordons. Uh, there but, could be though. Well, it's always possible. Cole's custard. It's all changed too. We're talking about mid '90s versus now. This is 2020. Yeah, the whole setup. And different. you got all right in 1995. On any given Sunday, you had about six to seven drivers that could win a race. Now you have 15. Okay, it's it's a different world out there. It didn't it didn't work that way back then. So if you're not racing for championships by year three, it's probably not going to happen. You narrow it down. It's it's more driver skill nowadays with the cars being so evenly matched. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. you know, it's about who's got the fastest stuff. But I mean, out of these this rookie class right here, I mean, I've had a lot of hype for Tyler Reddick. I'm still a Reddick believer. It's just he got a top ten today. Yeah, he had a top ten, and then Cole being I, I just if you would have told me that Cole Custer would have beat Reddick. Or even Byron. Or Byron. Yes, like I thought of Byron instantly. Like I cannot believe that Cole Custer, even, you know, Byron has pristine equipment, like pristine Hendrick Motorsports equipment, and he still hasn't won a race. Look, it's, man, I get into this stuff and I get so mad sometimes because I overthink it. Chad Knauss, 24 car. Yeah. What are you doing, William? I, I don't know. It's, it's, and it, 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 it's just it's just how this thing operates, man. First of all, these guys are coming in too young, okay? Uh, if you go back to the mid to mid late nineties to early two thousands, you didn't get a ride in cup until you was twenty three, twenty four years old. Normally, right. now they're coming in at eighteen, nineteen. How old was Logano? Logano had to be what? 18? He just graduated high school. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm like 18. Tony Stewart's famous kids an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> they're bringing them in too young. But see, here, here's, here's a fun fact about NASCAR, and this is the only sport where this exists. If you, stay, if you come in with a team and you stay with them for a good long while and you leave that team and go to a new team, your career starts over. Right. Okay, your, your career is completely washed and done, and it has to start over because any new team is a completely different organization. Everything's completely different. See, that's a Kevin Harvick scenario. He leaves yep. RCR. What's he got? A few wins. He leaves RCR. His career starts over at Stuart Haas, and what does he go out and do? He immediately goes out and starts racing for championships. I didn't say you got to win the championship. You have to race for championships. If you're not in that final four, the last race of the year, by year three or four of your career, you're probably not ever going to get into it. 
unless you start your career over. Martin Truex Jr. Facts. had his, started his career over. Remember when he did that? What did he do? He went out there and started racing for championships. So Brad Keselowski is going to leave Penske. No if, no and, no but. He's going to start his career over again with a new team, and he's going to have a chance to start really going out there and kicking ass again. I believe it. Do you think, do you think after today, whenever Brad Kozlowski and Jimmy Johnson got into each other on the restart, that Mr. Hendrick refunk his decision if he is going to the 48? No. Might have been fire under his ass even Rick, more, huh? Rick Hendrick wants – okay, Hendrick Motorsports was built on the fact that teams rivaled each other. They were built on that fact. If they, okay. if, and Hendrick, it's Hendrick's who perfected it. They perfected it in 1995 is when they perfected it, and look what happened. But Hendrick Motorsports is founded and based on the fact that they want their drivers to be in comp- – their teams to be in competition with each other constantly, constantly. He was one of the first owners to come out and have cars. I mean, I watched race after race where Hendrick Motorsports finished one, two, three. Okay, and he and this happened. This happened multiple times. He was the first owner to come out and tell his drivers, "Have at it, boys! Whatever happens, happens. Whoever gets the win, gets the win." I mean, these other team owners was like, "No, y'all take care of my equipment." You know, on the last lap. Still, no. At Hendrick Motorsports, it was a free for all. Onward, yeah. And I mean, the, growing up, I mean, like I said, I know that I'm, I'm not that much older than you, Jensen, but I can remember like back back in like the late '90s when all this stuff was going down, like of how these teams were operating. You know. Getting to watch Dale Earnhardt do his thing, and but just Hendrick was always like pinnacle. They were just top dogs. So and it's yep. been that way for a long time. But it does suck to see Byron not be able to get in that groove. And maybe that's a sign that he may not be a hundred percent ready. Maybe he should have stayed a little bit longer in Xfinity. I think he should. I th- look, and this is this is my opinion. Don't get, don't people to take this Opinions out of context. Are on. People take this out of context. If you don't win an Xfinity championship. You don't get a cup ride. Absolutely. That's the way it should be. You should have a different Xfinity champion every year. And if you can't win an Xfinity championship, you don't get a ride. No ride. I mean, look, if you belong in cup, you should have done one the Xfinity championship. I could agree Absolutely. with that. If you belong in cup, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Look you at Reddick. 40 drivers, the best in the world. Okay. That's what we call cup drivers. If we're, yeah. if we're not saying – the, the 40 cup drivers that start week in and week out are the best drivers in the world, then we have completely failed as a sport, okay, Absolutely. because they're supposed to be the best drivers in the world. And if you can't win in the minor leagues, you don't belong in cup. Can't compete with the big dogs. I mean, it's yeah. just Xfinity is the minor leagues, okay? Uh, truck series is the rookie league. NCAA yeah. to NFL. Yes. I mean, it's just what it is. They were designed to be st- – ARCA, ARCA is for kids. If you are racing in ARCA – and you're over about 24, 25 years old, you need to really sit down and ask yourself, what the hell are you doing? You Except, missed your uh, time. I, I'm just saying, ARCA's for kids. Then you go to trucks. You win in trucks, and you get a shot in Xfinity. You win an Xfinity championship. Then you get a cup ride. Otherwise, enjoy Xfinity. I had to go fact check. I don't think Custer – I'm looking at this right now. I don't think Custer won a Xfinity championship if he won a cup race today. So and, that, and that happens. It could be like the dip. Right and now there. he's in the playoffs, yeah. which is a big upset. It, it happens. It, it does. But he didn't go out there and win that race by luck. And I'm not saying that my theory is 100% correct. 
I'm just saying that most likely if you cannot win an Xfinity championship, you're not going to win a cup race. Right. Yeah, that's true. And then especially for a championship. In general. But there's always an exception <clears throat> to the rule. You know, I mean, it's, it's always. How about Christopher Bell? That's another one, though. This is like, what, the third race he's had a top ten in? He's been one of the highest-priced guys on DraftKings uh, up there with the guy. Just because of starting position, he's been falling back, you know, in the, I'd say, what, at least past – Past 28, 29, he's in the 30s, yep. nine times out of 10. He's been able to get up there and compete with these top 10s. Um, Matt DiBenedetto is getting so close. He finished third today. I'm ready yeah. to see DiBenedetto. You got a Wood Brothers shirt on right now, Jency. I don't know if yeah, that's I do. a DiBenedetto shirt, though. Is that DiBenedetto? No, it's just well, Wood Brothers. No, it has a 21 right there. That's but just it's not. Wood, it's been 21 since day one. <laughs> well, it has a 21 on the back, too. But you can't. How long has the Wood Brothers be, been around? Do you it know? It's DiBenedetto. Um, you know how long the Wood say, Brothers have been around? It doesn't say. No. Do you know how long? Yes, I know how long. Since I dinosaurs. Don't know how long. Since dinosaurs. <laughs> Since dinosaurs. I mean, what kind of car gas. is that? What kind of cars on your shirt? Just, yeah, I mean, it's an old car. Yeah. <laughs> when they invented gas, the next day they invented the Wood, the Wood Brothers team. <laughs> okay. They've been around they were, that long, literally. They were it's the pioneers. Deal. I think they're on like the fifty-fifth generation. Good job. I mean, of the Wood Kids, it's like literally, man, they've been around since the beginning of time. <laughs> the Wood Kids. <laughs> the Wood Kids. Well, I mean, they're always a different generation. You know? Yeah. I've seen yeah. like a couple of different generations of Woods racing team owners. I don't think I've you ever know? seen – when was the last Wood that drove for the Wood Brothers? I couldn't tell you that, but Trevor Bain – Got the last victory for him. Trevor Bain. The Daytona 500. That's who Bain drove for. That's yeah, Wood right. Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Now we're back. Now, now, now it all I'm makes like, sense. Who's this Trevor Bain kid? And why is Jeff Gordon pushing him? Holy shit, Jeff Gordon pushed him to a victory. Then they come back to Daytona. Trevor Bain says, screw you. I'm not pushing you. And Jeff Gordon was pissed. <laughs> didn't Wait, didn't Ryan Blaney get a win for the Wood Brothers? Yeah, Pocono. At Pocono. Was he in 12 or yeah. 21 at the time? Yeah, he was 21. in the 21. Yeah. Yeah. I forget about that stuff. That's okay, Randy. That's what I'm here yeah, for. That's what we're here for. We love you. <laughs> we, look, you got, you've been busy, man. you got a lot yeah, of stuff he, going on. That's why we got you I'm back. always busy. So, yeah, Reddick win the top 10, just kind of looking over this final lineup. Harvick finishing fourth, um, doing better than he has done in years past, I guess, at Kentucky. He just never has had the luck. He hasn't been able to close out. I personally thought he was going to be one of the, the guys that was going to be able to do it because he closed out Pocono finally, getting that win on Saturday, uh, the Pocono doubleheader. Today he was close to it, and, I mean, he was right there at it. It's just that Cole, Cole wanted it more, and he was right there. But four wide going into the end of that race, yeah. seeing yeah. how they were pushing up on each other, I thought Truex had it in the bag. So wasn't the best day for bets by far. DFS lineups were not for the best day, and that was mostly because of Eric Amarola. Oh, yep. Idaho. Um, what's going on with that? When's the last time man. you can say that you've seen Eric Amarola like come out and be a contender like this? Man, he was dominant he first half of the race. Yes. First half of the race, he was the, he was the Hawks. Does this say more about SHR or more about Eric Amarola? Well, I think Eric Amarola is better than what he's shown. Okay, but I don't think he's I don't think he's ready. See, I don't. <laughs> I don't think – I think – I think okay, this is what I think. Eric Almarola, I like him. He's a good guy, okay? And I like all the guys. He's good for one or two victories a year. Okay, that, that's – it's just what it is. Clint Boyer is the same way. 
he's good, you know, he's a good, tough guy, but he's a great person. But he's going to give you – they just don't have the consistent luck that everybody else has. This is a game of right. luck, man. You, I mean, this look what happened on pit road with the caution. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I mean, that is not strategy. You don't sit there and go, hey, we fixed to come down and pit on this son of a bitch and they're going to throw a caution. That ain't how it works. Yeah, that was all luck. Shout out to Brad Kay, though, getting the yeah. – somebody said he had like a horseshoe stuck up his ass. He's so have, lucky. It makes sense. But, I mean, and he had it in the bag, but Truex is just a better – I think Truex is better. And yeah. right now, with the equipment like, – these Gibbs cars, man, it's one of them is going to be good. The rest of them are going to suck. Hamlin gets it some weeks. Truex gets it. Kyle Busch is out. Pretty much, he's done. Like his team cannot get it right unless they have practice. He's complaining because they don't have practice. Truex and Hamlin aren't pissed. Yeah, like, and I would be too. But like the people that started him in DFS this week, like I didn't write about him this week. I mean, obviously, yeah, for his price in DFS, you got to play him in some lineups. I didn't completely fade him, but it's just like you pretty much know that he's gonna fall back. Like it's just a given. It's just they cannot get it right. Truex, Hamlin. Those teams on different weeks, they swap in and out. They've got it figured out. Other than that, SHR is dominant right now. And that's just – that's where it's at. That's, that's what we have. You do realize a bird just crapped about a foot away from you and it almost – I heard you. it and I smell it. It just flew – I was watching it fly over. And it just crapped like a foot away from you. That almost hit you. I'm nervous. Should we get an umbrella? Where's it? No, I'm waiting. Hey! Uh-uh. Uh, I would right. love for that bird to crap right on I you. I don't need that to happen. <laughs> Right on his hat. His black hat. He need to be inside. Yeah, right. It'll show up so perfectly. Zoom in. <laughs> or it might blend in. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? On maybe the white right maybe, there. Maybe, yeah. he'll, maybe he'll poop right here on, on Bill Murray doing the jump man. But, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, you got your drivers that don't have the best of luck all the time. They're going to give you a victory or two a year. John Andretti was one of those guys. Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd was one of those guys. I mean, there was a lot. Rusty Wallace was one of those guys some of the time. Rusty Dub. Terry Labonte was one of them guys for most of his career and then come on a little stronger late. But, I mean, it's just, it's just luck. Man, it's luck. You've got to – your team has to create its own luck. You have to be in the right place at the right time. Yes, everything has to go – smoothly and everybody has to work hard and if there's one weak link then you're not a you're not a championship contender you're just a guy that can win a race or two a year right exactly and look i i'm not like a eric amarola hater by any means i just think it's funny because i've never really seen his personality you never really hear about him and all of a sudden he's just he's killing it and that's why i say i think he's he's right there yeah he's there he's bacon man bacon boy Bacon boy, yeah, a random drift of him bowling like I had on Twitter. <laughs> that I found today, just like so, like he may be one of my new favorite drivers actually, just because of the yeah. randomness of him just coming to the forefront. I don't know, but I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to get, like, get with his people and we'll get with our people and we'll see what we can do. What y'all what y'all gonna do if Cole Custer wins All Star race? It goes I wouldn't back be to surprised. Back. I'm just still seriously. Michael Waltrip won it one year. Yeah, he did. And then the first thing he said out of his Walsh. mouth is. All Michael, time right there. Yeah, Michael Waltrip won the all-star race. He'd never won a race. Yeah. This was the first race he ever won, and it was not a points pay. I thought race. it was – oh, yeah, so and then he, he won the Daytona. He didn't win Daytona until after that. Yeah. He was in the 21 Woods Brothers car. He goes out there. He has to go to the Open because he's never won a race. He's not in the all-star race, so he goes and races the Open. He wins the Open and transfers into the all-star race. And, damn, if he don't go out there and win that thing in the Woods Brothers 21. It's always something like that. And the first thing out of his mouth. Is he said, I'm going to buy my mom and daddy a new house. 
That was his word. Aww. I love Mikey. He I said that. That, that is today. the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. That's the first thing. Go, go, go to YouTube and search out Michael Walter All Star Race Victory Speech. And that is the first thing he says. I'm going to buy my mom and daddy a new house. Shout out to Mikey. That yeah, is Mikey so man. sweet. Yeah. Good Such for a wild guy. People thought Dale Earnhardt was nuts for putting him in that 15 car. I knew it was up. In 01. They, no, they thought he was nuts. I mean, literally, people told Dale Earnhardt, are you crazy <laughs> for putting Michael Waltrip in that 15 that car? That was his boy. And then the very first race, Michael Waltrip goes out and wins the Daytona 500. Of course, we lose Dale Earnhardt in that same race. Yeah, but what a genius he was. The emotion, man, that, that he had to go through. I watched the uh, – um, what was it? It's out of – In the blink of an eye. Is that what you're talking about? I so bought good. that movie. I bought it. Okay. I have it on my Google account. I watched it, and it was one of the most compelling stories of NASCAR. Like, obviously, we had some really good NASCAR documentaries come out recently. Unrivaled, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt. It was a Fox special. That was amazing. Blink of an Eye was amazing. There's a lot of good NASCAR flicks out there right now. We need a Richard yeah. Petty movie, though, like an actual movie, Richard well, Petty movie. I wonder if in the movie there would be a driver – sitting out his window while he's racing, sitting out the window, cleaning the windshield with a rag <laughs> while he's staring in the car and he's got his foot in the gas pedal. I think it was on a road course, yeah. if I remember right. <laughs> and his windshield was dirty. This was before they had the tear-offs. And Richard Petty climbs out of the car with his foot on the gas pedal, sits up on the door, and cleans the cotton-picking windshield while he stares <laughs> it with the other hand. So we had that. We had Dale Earnhardt do that on pit road. We've had a couple of guys do that. Sterling Marlin worked on his car one time under red yeah, flag, but Sterling. this was actually during the race. You know, I mean, he just he didn't want to come off the track to clean his windshield. Well, he was already like we talked about. He was already what up like. No, that was six Dale Earnhardt. That was Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, it had I'm to sorry. Be Dale. That was, that was Dale that did that. Dale would have to be in the. My Alzheimer's is kicking in today. Oh god, <laughs> kind of like mine was. We're taking the scotch away from Randy. Hey, give me that back. <laughs> give me that back. Oh, nobody gets to take my scotch away. But no, it was an incredible race. Now, I mean, even though the money the money wasn't there today, we did lose a little bit of money. Um, I had Cole Custer as one of my picks a little bit. in the road. A little, road of, a little well, bit, yeah, a little, maybe a little more yeah. than a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it was good to see Cole win. I had Cole in my picks uh, for the people that were uh, out there that were brave enough to take plus ten thousand odds on Cole to win the race. Congratulations! Uh, send me some it money. Was ten thousand plus ten thousand before the suspension of bets. For a hundred hundred dollars to get ten. Ten grand. Ten large. Wow. Somebody got ten large that bet on Cole Custer today. I wish I could predict bucks. the future. What if we would have put a million on it? How much would that have paid? A lot. A hundred million? A lot. Yeah. I don't even want to do math right now. It's probably very simple. No, ten thousand. Ten thousand. It would have been like a billion. Yeah. No, it would have been I don't think anybody would have took <laughs> it. It would have been a shit ton. Here. We're not the math. this is not a math. <laughs> it would podcast. have been a shit ton of money. We'll have to call we'll have to call Drew for that one. <laughs> I yeah, put a million dollars on cold custard. <laughs> My brain is not set up for that right now. It's just been a day. But I'm telling you, like literally, when you're thinking about those kind of odds, somebody, somebody bet on it. Somebody got that today. That happened. Even if you put ten dollars, like I mean, it didn't matter what you put with those kind of odds. But I had Truex. I had Keselowski. Those were my two guys to win. And just towards the end, it just became a huge toss up. So the restarts were everything, and that's what I'm saying. Any given Sunday, these kind of things happen. So I, uh, I know the All-Star Race is coming up next week. We've got another uh, great run of races in August. August is going to be so busy. Um, and hopefully 
we can uh, get to some of these races before long with everything clearing up. Basketball starting back soon, the bubble. Sports are back. Sports are back. It's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Sports are back. So we're about to have a lot of fun with this stuff. But, um, but that's, that's about it for Kentucky. Of course, we have Jensi on. Before we go, we've got to get Jensi Says in. Jensi, what are we saying? What you say, girl? All right. So, Jensi says that the number placement on the cars for the Bristol All-Star Race is not it. That sucks. We were expecting even, like, quarter panel numbers, which we thought were bad. But they went even worse. They went even lower than that. And they put the numbers – you have the driver's window. They just moved it back a little bit to the right. And there's a sponsor right to the left of it, and it's so busy, you, and it, it just does not work. And I'm not about that. But one thing I will say is that I am super excited because of the underglow of the cars – <laughs> I got like super. The underglow. I love the underglow. Could you imagine how cool that's going to be? Like whenever it's really dark, and then all of a sudden they all just turn on their underglow. Like that is going to be sick. Like I wish I could be there to watch that. But they have successfully, I got to interrupt. They successfully no, taken the cars it. from Cars Three and made them in real life. Yes, they that's truly have. Happened. There's so much inspiration from the movie. You you know, like it really ended up working out for them, but. But, yeah, not a fan of the number placement for the All-Star Race, but I am a fan of the underglow. So, that's my piece. All right, so we got, so we got the underglow. I know it would have been way better if the numbers would have been in the right spot. I think that the best car with underglow was obviously Kurt Busch's car, the one Kurt with Bush. the black with the green that was in Nashville. That looked sick. Um, even the 42 uh, with Chip Ganassi with the blue looked great. But, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the number placement either, but I just think that they could have been a lot more original with it. They literally ripped off Cars 3. That is exactly yeah. what they did. And if you, yeah. you've seen Cars 3, right, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> did which, you watch it, Randy? One? You got kids. Which one? Yeah, I got big kids. Which one yeah. is that? That's the one. It's the most recent one. Is that the made. one where they're shooting them with the laser thing? No, that was Cars 2. Uh, Cars 3 is the one where, like, McQueen's getting older, getting ready to retire, and all these new racers. Are oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes training and stuff on the yeah, treadmill. Yeah, the cars look yeah. completely different. Yeah, he's got the Porsche. The, no, not the, who's, who's his trainer? I don't uh, it, it, is a, it is a Porsche. Cruz is the name of the girl. And she yeah. becomes the new Dynaco girl. Yeah. And her yep. number is, like, off on the back, too. So, yep. it's literally what they're doing. So, I think that they could have been a little more original about it. Watch out for the bird. Hey, um, hey, oh, I so, see it. Hey. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the same time. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was close. Right. Take I'm not going to warn you. I'm just going to warn myself. There's like a swarm of birds. Oh, it lands here. in your mouth. No, not me. <laughs> you imagine being right talking and a bird words. taking a dump in your mouth? That's terrible. It looks like chalk. It's got to taste that way, too. Oh, oh. What would you do if that happened? Like, what Like what would you do? I don't know I what I would do if you had that happen All of our equipment would just go to shit because I would vomit all over. You probably. think so? Probably. I think it'd just be like a chalky turd. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> it, <laughs> does, it, does it not look like chalk? Oh, it does. It's it got to taste like chalk. I don't think it's going to taste like chalk. Stuff has to taste what? like what it looks like. <laughs> If something smells like maybe, shit, it tastes like Maybe it'll shit. taste like a milkshake, like a for real milkshake. I just had a for real milkshake. Oreo Blast from Sonic. I had the Reese's Jensi's for real getting milkshake. so disgusted. 
<laughs> She's just like, oh, why am I here? I'm just like choosing to ignore it. Like anything right. you say, I'm just like. Flip the mute. <laughs> she, said, she said, you trying to tell me something, but I ain't listening. Yeah, I ain't listening. That ain't me. All right. So, Gen Z says number placement isn't it. Underglow is okay. So, we got the yep. final approval for that. Um, other than that, it's, uh, it's been a great Sunday. We've had a race. Gen Z said what she had to say. And that's about all we got. Any last words? You all are on a beach. So, that's another good thing about yeah, the Sunday. Yeah. Y'all are just chilling. On a beach. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's a massage Mexico. table right over there. So, uh, JK, we're actually on the Russian coast because it's sunlight over here. Yep. We didn't want to tell anybody we're yeah. in Alaska. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Time zones are different. We're somewhere. We're it's in the, it's in the five cloud. o'clock somewhere. Yeah. That's right. There, that's five exactly o'clock where we are. here. Margaritaville. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> Surprise. We found it. That's it. Well, the only, the only thing I want to say, you know, before we get out of here is, uh, we're serious about not releasing this comedy uh, deal until we got a thousand subscribers. Absolutely. So, uh, guys, you got you got to get your friends and stuff. If you want to hear this thing, you got to subscribe. And I promise you, you want to hear it. That's that's one thousand <laughs> subscribers. Yeah. How many are we at now? Do you know? About two eighty, I think. About two eighty. We're getting. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, quickly approaching three hundred. Thanks to everybody that is watching this, that is listening. If you're listening and you haven't subscribed on YouTube yet. Uh, you're an avid podcast listener. We do have a lot of listeners on Apple and Spotify. We thank you guys. But do go subscribe to YouTube because not only do we have these podcasts, we have all of Randy's videos you can find there. We're going to have the stand-up special once we hit a K. I'm sure Jensi's going to be having some videos before long. We're going to have some Chef Boy stuff up there. Pretty much everything and anything we're doing with Garage Guys. Plus, we got football season coming up. So we're going to have a lot of new content rolling out. Garage Guys is a uh, – just getting started and even though 2020 is pretty much being a kind of a stay home shut off year uh we, we still really busy behind the scenes so we do it it's gonna be guys. the year for the garage guys that's it 2020 it was it was we, we used to say 2020 was finna be a movie so we still have to direct that movie production doesn't stop well it's a damn horror movie i can tell you it's that horror movie. <laughs> 20 if 2020 was a movie it's the best horror film ever made absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's like taking True. a cross of the shining and and Chucky and every damn thing else and, and cramming it all together and having a giant fucking hemorrhoid. Sprinkle of the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> that giant hemorrhoid is called 2020. Oh, man. Man, good God. That's a thing. What I'm so damn broke. I can't even pay attention. I know. I mean, it's been a, it's been a day. We got to get out of here, though. Episode 179 has been great. Gen Z, great to see you as always. Glad you made it back. Great to, to, ha- uh, great to be here. The bill's safe and... We're going to keep enjoying our beach time now and not think about anything, especially numbers, because we're not good at math and very basic math. Not math. <laughs> so we're going to cut at that. But uh, as always, sports, party, repeat. 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 <laughs> repeat. Repeat. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the garage, guys. 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 It's the garage 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 guy. It's 
It's, it's, it's the Garage Guys. It's, it's, it's the Garage Guys.